Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to Dan's Miscellaneous Ramblings, episode 273. I got, I'm just gonna be real, I don't really have a cold open this time. But, it's gonna be the Lich episode, which is gonna be super cool, I hope. Anyway, so, I, yeah, like and subscribe, uh, join my YouTube comment, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Um, I tried updating on the Podbean app, uh, which you can join through the link in the description of... Uh, no, not the link in the description. You can join my Discord through the link in the description. But you can join Podbean app. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But I tried to update it. You should get a hello message welcoming you when you enter the live chat if I could get some confirmation that that, that actually happened. Okay, you did? Awesome. Then I'm going to actually put in effort into that message. I have to see if it like saves between shows and stuff, because if it doesn't, I'm not putting in the hassle to do that every time. But if it's like a one-time thing, I'm totally doing that. I also found out that I can change the theme, so you guys should... I think it's been this way for a while. It should be beige right now. That's like the theme. It's got like petals or something. I don't know. Anyway, we're talking about liches right now. A lich, if you don't know, is a... An undead fantasy creature that usually from a willful transformation, like a powerful wizard, forfeits their humanity or whatever other race they are in order to become a, an immortal, uh, not god, but like pretty close to it, honestly. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what we're going to be talking about, which we have a very active live chat. So like, hi guys, nice to see ya. Um, so... Yeah, this is not going to be about moss. This isn't about lichin. This is just about lich. This is about, like, the, the undead evil. If you're looking for lichin, then, like, I can totally do an episode about that sometime. Because I do love moss a lot. But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's this is what we're doing right now. So, lich is an archaic English word for corpse, apparently. The gate at the lowest end of the cemetery where the coffin and funerary procession usually entered was commonly referred to as the lich gate the gate was often covered by a small roof where part of the funerary service could be carried out liches are sometimes depicted using a magical device called a phylactery which is from a classic greek word meaning amulet to anchor their souls to the physical world so if their body is destroyed they can rise again over and over so long as the phylactery mean remains intact um, if you don't know how to spell phylactery, good luck with that. Here, I'll spell it out for you. P-H-Y-L-A-C-T-E-R-Y, which frankly isn't that hard of a word to spell, but like it's not, it's just not great. Um, yeah, which honestly, phylactery is just a good word. I like it a lot. So yeah, it's like, if you imagine Voldemort was a lich, in my, opin in my opinion, so J.K. Rowling's take on a lich, because... The, the different horcruxes are, like, different phylacteries, which I don't know why he decided to put, make so many. It feels like having one soul in one place is better than splitting it in a whole bunch of different places. But, you know, that's, that's just me. Um, in literature, the lich developed from monsters found in earlier classic sword and sorcery fiction, filled with power source, powerful sorcerers which used their magic to triumph over depth. Depth. Death. Many of Clark Ashton Smith's short stories feature powerful wizards whose magic enables them to re return from the dead. Um, stories by Robert E. Howard, such as novella Skullface from 1929, 
and the short story Scarlet Tears feature undying sorcerers who retain a semblance of life through mystical means. Their bodies reduce to shriveled husks, which they manage to maintain inhuman mobility and active thought through. Gary Gygax, one of the co-creators of Dungeons & Dragons, which I'm sure you've heard of that game, stated that he based the description of the Lich included in the game on the short story The Sword of the Sorcerer from 1969 by Gardner Fox. The term Lich, used as an archaic word for corpse or body, is commonly used in these uh, stories. Ambrose Bierce's tale of possession, The Death of Help and Frasier, um, features the warden's introduction referring to a corpse. H.P. Lovecraft has also used the word in The Thing on the Doorstep, published in 1937, where the narrator refers to the corpse of his friend possessed by a sorcerer. Other imaging, imagery surrounds demi-liches, in particular that of a jeweled skull, and that's drawn from an earlier Fritz Leiber story, Thieves' House. Okay, that's a lot of things to say. Um, whoever's offering a free iPhone 5 in the chat, uh, that is probably not real. Wait, hold on, F iPhone 5? How, what iPhone are we on right now? What iPhone are we on we are on iphone 13 iphone 13 okay that sounds right um yeah it looks like that's a thing okay <clears throat> all right i just wanted to see no no i realize you're trolling i was just like wondering what iphone we were on also i just want to like include you guys on the show because you know i just think you guys are funky and fun um, there's a lot of in pop popular culture liches happening. Um, Aserak is the final boss of the classic Dungeons and Dragons adventure module Tomb of Horrors, um, who is also featured as the guardian of the copper key in the book Ready Player One by Ernest Cline, apparently. Um, I didn't know that. I've heard a lot about Ready Player One. Like, should I read it? Or should I, like, I, I don't want to watch the movie very much. Like, I feel like I'd read the book if I saw it, I think. Guys, I've been telling you what a lich is. Okay, let me repeat what a lich is. A wizard gets really old, says, wait a second, I'm pretty scared of dying, decides to forfeit their, like, goodness and humanity, or whatever their equivalent is if they're not human, and puts their soul in, like, a box or amulet or something else called a phylactery, and their body and memories and stuff just, like, sort of walk around soulless super powerful and immortal okay that does that make sense um okay so in the webcomic the order of the stick the main villain zykon is the lich what's the order of the stick um it's a comedic webcomic that satirizes tabletop role-playing games and medieval fantasy okay that looks cool sure in the Harry Potter series, hey, literally, Wicked, I, this is what I was saying earlier. Voldemort is, in fact, a, a lich. That's what I'm saying. Um, film and television, Adventure Time, there's the lich, who's also a thing. Um, tabletop, obviously, Dungeons and Dragons. They also appear in things like 13 Age, Pathfinder, and Warhammer Fantasy. In video games, Dota 2, the lich is one of the playable heroes. In Enter the Gungeon, one of my favorite games, Amazing Time. The Lich is the final boss located in Bullet Hell. Liches are prominent in Might and Magic uh, series of video games, as well as the spin-off series, Heroes of Might and Magic. Um, Warcraft 3 and World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. 
has liches, obviously. League of Legends apparently has a lich, Karthus. I don't know. And the Baldur's Gate series has um, several liches. But honestly, including Baldur's Gate is kind of a... Uh, because, like, it's based off D&D. And so, like, it's all, all from the same, like, source. That's side note. Okay. <clears throat> liches are typically almost never good. Um, there is... What's up? There's some champions in some video games that are liches, but that doesn't make them good because like they kind of forfeit all that makes them good. Uh, that like they could possibly have because like it's like because they're forfeiting their soul in order to become immortal. Like it, it kind of like has all the good stuff in it, and D and D is also based off Tolkien. Okay, fine, uh, whatever. Shush. Um. Uh, the, yeah. I will have a Gungeon episode soon. I just wanted to do one on Liches right now. Is everyone, like, okay? Uh, you, yeah. Um, sorry, I, I read something in the chat. I, I hope everyone is okay and will be of good health. Okay? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's see. Liches. If you've never seen a picture of a Lich, just, like, look up a picture of a Lich. They're great. Um, I'm going to, let's see, what else can I talk about liches? D&D Beyond. Uh, yeah, sure, let's talk about some D&D liches, why not? They have, <coughs> excuse me, they're challenge rating 21, which is, like, pretty high. Liches typically, typically they kind of, okay, so, according to a lot of lore, um, liches... The, the process of becoming a lich, first of all, is generally permanent. And because, like, it's not agreed upon exactly what it takes to become a lich, but, like, something like drinking the blood of orphans is, like, something that could potentially happen. You know, that sort of thing. Um, how to become lich. Um, the ritual of... According to Aventurer Games... Um, the most common way to become a lich is through the ritual of lichdom. The secret to performing this ritual is well guarded, and it can only be performed by a spellcaster who can cast spells of fourth level or higher. Um, you can learn it from. It is far from common knowledge, and many churches and good line factions seek to destroy any record of the ritual. Um, so you can find it in places such as. Um, the Book of Vile Darkness, which is, according to, in D&D, like, the most evil book that exists. Um, the notes pilfered from an evil wizard's lair as a reward for helping a po powerful mage. I go God, I hope not. Through communion with Orcus or a similar deity, which is, like, a huge... Is he a devil? Is Orcus a devil or a demon? Orcus a devil or a demon... Orcus is a demon lord. Okay, yeah, demon prince of the undead. Um, by spending downtime doing research, blow, that's boring. Or by casting the spell Legend Lore on a witch or phylactery. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, let's see. Witches are, like, incredibly evil. Who... Thank you, thank you, Leland, for saying in the chat that it is a 7.628 out of 10 for how evil they are, but they are definitely more evil than that. Like, 
on on average like you don't become a lich because you're a good person um crafting let's see according to this to become a lich you have to spend a ton of money like fifty thousand gold which is a ton of money to craft a phylactery you need a potion uh, which takes three days to brew brewed from the heart of a humanoid infant you need a baby heart a quart of blood from a vampire five doses of liver and poison three doses of po purple worm poison two doses of midnight tears what are midnight tears midnight tears are a poison that only affects someone at the stroke of midnight which i don't know how that works but it's probably it's magic so shut up making the total cost of the potion 15,000 gold pieces. These ingredients only make a very lethal potion. However, to finalize it, it must be infused with the blood of a sacrificed sentient creature during the final stage of the ritual of lichdom. Um, during, it can only be performed during a full moon, a whole bunch of necromantic magic, obscure faces, and sometimes dark prayers to evil entities like Orcus or Vecna. And wow, that's a lot of things. Um, you have to drink it at exactly midnight. Like all these things are like, geez, you have to sacrifice people. This that's wild. If the ritual is performed correctly, the character dies instantly upon consuming the potion of transformation, but the soul becomes absorbed by the phylactery instead of leaving the mortal world. Shortly after, the character's physical body reanimates as an undead lich. Though its mortal vessel is now soulless, its soul remains contained in the phylactery. You retain your personality and sentience. Um, and usually healing happens, uh, or healing doesn't work as well on witches and, uh, what's up? <coughs> Excuse me. And they can't really be revived, but they like over time, over like centuries of just living, they definitely lose like all that makes them human or whatever. It's kind of... Um, Leland, stop promoting the 15-point scale in the chat. That's awful. Stop that. That's... No, stop it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to grab... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to grab my joke book, and I'm going to tell a couple jokes. Because I need to hit the comedy club, and I just think we need to laugh. The 15-point scale is a scale with 15 points, with 15 different options. Um... My, I'm a proponent of the seven-point scale, which has seven options. It's a, uh, which usually are strongly disagree, disagree, slightly disagree, neutral, slightly agree, agree, and strongly agree. It's personally my best. Answer the pizza question. Oh, I did promise I'd do that. Okay, one sec. Then I'll tell jokes, then I'll tell the song, and then I'll leave. Finally, I get to be free of this pain. Anyway. So, questions for Dan, which you can find on the Discord, which you can join through the link in the description, blah, blah, blah. Um, what is the best pizza place? <sighs> Honestly, I like I like Luma Mati's a lot. It's, like, kind of rich, but, like, it's, it's really, really good deep dish pizza. I, I love it a lot. Wood-fired pizza is the best pizza. Yeah. So I was walking down the street and I saw a sign that read, Wood-fired pizza. Wood-fired pizza? How's pizza going to pay the bills now? Comedy Crow. 
There you go. All right, I'm going to tell a couple other jokes from my joke book. So, uh, let's see. Let's go with a high school senior visits a psychic and asks her to read his future. And she says, you will spend an absurd amount of money. And he's like, how do you know that? Uh, and she goes, mostly intuition. I have wood-fired pizza privileges by extension. Um, okay, let's see. So, I decided to quit my job as a personal trainer because the weights were just too heavy. I put my two-week notice in. Okay, uh, so why is there a rainbow after rain? Because the sun just came out. Okay, I'll tell one more and then I'll, I'll stop. Uh, so I have this problem. In person, everyone laughs at all my jokes, but none of them do over Zoom. I thought they were just muted, but turns out I'm not remotely funny. <laughs> God, I the person just joining must be so confused. All right, anyway, yeah, putting the joke book away. I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, all right, it's time for the song that's been on my mind all episode. <coughs> Excuse me. Today's song that's been on my mind all episode is going to be... Hmm... I don't know. I wasn't really listening to music today. We're going to go with like a classic. We're going to, we're going to, geez, this is so difficult. Pompeii. Sure. Pompeii by Bastille. Let's do that. It's a good song. All right. No, I'm not letting anyone hop in. I'm not doing Collins right now. Uh, we're not, uh, maybe next episode. Why is everyone? Okay, fine. Fine, everyone gets to be a speaker. Why not? I'm inviting everyone in the chat to be a speaker. There, you get invited. You get invited. Hey, what's up, gamers? Hey, what's going on? Uh, not much. I was mostly just doing this because I wanted to be a part of the bandwagon of people joining, and I somehow made it in first despite that. Yeah, I just oh. sort of sent it up. Uh, hi. Hi, Wally. Hi, Leland. How you guys doing? Pretty good. I do have a song I would like to recommend <laughs> if uh, if the time has not passed. Just do it. Uh, yeah, so I think this is... Uh, I'm just going to warn you guys. The song I'm about to recommend is a piece of musical and lyrical genius. You know? Sure. Uh, I'm going to have to suggest from the Spider-Man 2 video game, uh, the Pizza Time theme. It's got a very good soaring melody. Uh, I think it's rhythmically one of the best things I've ever heard. And I really think it does a good job of just instilling the fear of Italians that you need within you when playing those sections. What the fuck is the guy on? I mean, oh am I not wrong? Wally? Waldo, uh, am I am I not speaking the truth? Well, we just <laughs> say fear just it. say your song, say your song, please. How dare you? 
not <laughs> the best. Oh, I'm listening. What is the best piece of music? Well, he's tell us what the best piece of music is. The Pepsi Man theme. Oh, that's a very good choice. Uh, very good rival. I, you know, I think that we could set aside our differences and play them both at the same time to make the greatest piece of music. I agree. Maybe I should just, like, stop allowing Collins. I don't know why you would. Are you Be more engaging. Be like, tell a joke. I'll hit the comedy crow for you. Hey, guys. It's Engaging Wally. Hey, that was pretty engaging. I I think people are engaged. Coin, what say you? Are people engaged? <sighs> yeah, that sounds like engagement engaged. to me. Yeah, that was literally okay. Sure. Yeah, I'm not like engaged, like in the respect for marriage. So if that's what you're trying to get, like that'd be weird. Yeah. I guess I'm an adult okay. now, so it'd be less weird, but still kind of end this. I want to end this episode. I'm an ordained minister. I can marry you to anyone. Yeah. Uh, can you marry me to myself? No. Well, that's really unfortunate. I'm pretty sure that's like... Wait, can you... Can you marry I don't know. I was yourself? I was promised that I'd be able to get married to anyone, so Uh no, actually, hold on. No, that is a legal marriage. Never mind. Yes, I can. Yeah. Wait, no, hold on. Will you? That's where no no, where that's where the couple is married without the presence of a third party officiant. Can you can a man marry himself? Apparently a, an elaborate through an elaborate ritual in Brazil, some guy named Diago Rebello did. So like Diego gets it. Didn't someone marry at DS? So it's not married in the United States. <laughs> yeah, but like I think some guy married like a DS game, right? <laughs> okay, it's I'm pretty gonna... epic. Do you yeah, get married to anything, dude? Yeah. Do you think I get married to a cloud? Would that be allowed? I mean, yeah, but nice the cloud would die. Cloud. Could Could we take out a life from a cigarettes. Take out a life insurance policy on the cloud, and then when the cloud just them. disappears, then you get money. I'm gonna take a life insurance policy on my iCloud and marry it. Okay. So if you I do. lose my dad, I'll get insurance stuff twice. You gotta sign a prenup, though. That is true. That's pretty spooky. Sure. We have someone in the chat trying to share their song. Sure. Tell me. Tell me what your song is. Everyone can share a song. Yeah. I'm hyped for this song. All right, I'll I'll read it out in my in my voice of what I imagine you sound like. I mean, do you not know what Coin sounds like? Uh, I mean, it sounds probably like uh, probably probably a bit like this. Did she get married to that coin? No. Yeah, Among Us in like Real Life is apparently the song. That's great. That's a very good choice. I I'm like gonna that. end this episode. If you could get married to any coin, which coin would it be? Before I hope we you all have a wonderful I'd have day to pick the nickel. I will catch you all next time. Goodbye. Also a silver dollar. <laughs>